Open the pod bay doors, please, pal. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna need a bigger potion. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Look at the coast. We get together, have a few laughs. The Movie Odyssey with Brad Patel, Gus Trout, and Adam Lucas. Have you guys heard about the orcas? Mm-mm. What what about the orcas? You haven't heard about this? There there is a oh, pod yes. of orcas. They they're like disabling learning. and sinking boats off the coast of Portugal. Yeah. What this is happening currently? And it's it's yes. like learned behavior now or something. Yeah, there's, it's like a new Yeah, like, this one Okay, so the pod is almost all juveniles except for one female. I just can't remember her name. It's like Gertie or something. Uh Matilda, I guess something like that. Uh, and something like that. Uh, so she, they think the best theory is she got like hit by a boat, possibly by the rudder. She has scars and stuff on her and she goes after the rudders of boats and disables them. So she will like bite the rudder off so they can't steer. Um, and then she's taught all those ju- juveniles in her pod how to do it too. <laughs> and she like takes them to boats and like pushes them and says like, all right, your turn. I'm thinking of like Ash from Evil Dead at the end when he's training everybody. And it's like <laughs> all these spear moves. And then the last one is like, it's like nuts. Face, yeah. <laughs> nuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's video I just saw today of a guy in a sailboat. Um, and you can tell the boat is like being like jostled and he's holding the helm and the the orca gets the rudder and rips it to one side and he's holding it and it pulls his shoulder out of socket. And so he's like, Oh my God. Stranded in the middle of the ocean. There's never been a report of an orca killing a human being like on purpose in in the wild in captivity. They do it all the time because of course. Yeah. Um, What else are you going to do? But yeah. So, so anyway, here's an article from the Atlantic killer whales are not our friends. Oh, that douche. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Stop rooting for the Arca's ramming boats. He says. Yeah. uh, (laughs) That guy's a Nepo baby too. Like he's like a rich kid. Who's dude. It's I'm going to have to look for videos of this. This, this sounds amazing. Yeah. There's not a lot of video. But I mean, most of the video that I've seen is like people being rescued. So it's what's the most amazing thing to me is how fast animals are. Like you're like, oh, this is like a high, this is like a speedboat. Not even like, okay, maybe it's not a speedboat, but it's a powered man powered fucking machine boat. And the orcas are like, I don't know how hard they're even trying if it's easy for them, but they're like jumping out of the water and like, they're like right behind that one boat. Yeah. The guys are like, whoa. Oh, yeah. No, no they can keep up. To kill you. <laughs> they can keep up with, like, yeah, power, yeah. like fishing boats and stuff. Yeah. Like, um, Benjamin so, Button. Benjamin Button. The Curious Case of. This movie's good, you guys. I like it. Wait, All intro. Right. Episode over. Uh, let's, uh, like, <laughs> let's do a classic uh, intro and classic then we'll all intro. Weigh in. Yeah. Uh, hey, gang. Brad Patello here. We're back. Uh, we didn't go anywhere, but we're still here. And we're back from here. <laughs> well, I, I, I like this we, idea that we've literally never we just like stop talking to each other and then and watch sleep. the movie. Yeah, we yeah. sleep and watch the next movie and then sleep yeah. and then we're back here. So uh, the uh, the curious case of Benjamin Button, two thousand eight. Uh, this is our um, David Fincher marathon. You're listening to uh, his most decorated film. 
nominated for 13 Oscars, three wins, best art direction, best makeup, best visual effects, kind of groundbreaking process for the visual effects that we'll, we'll talk about. Brad Pitt plays a man who uh, ages in reverse based on a short story by F Scott Fitzgerald, who apparently really likes to name his characters Daisy. Apparently. Um, the story is very different. I mean, basically. Yeah. Can you give us the reader digest of the, the short story? Well, I didn't finish it, but I didn't have to. Uh, basically, every everything. And OK, the only thing that's the same is that somebody. Is the, is, oh, I know. What it, can old, I guess? Can I guess? Oh yeah. OK. Yeah. Is it the um, Katrina situation? Oh, yes. It's that. Okay. For sure. <laughs> yeah. He's, he was like, one day there'll be a hurricane named uh, Katrina. Um, no, it's just that there's an old, like a person born old and then they die young. That's uh, literally like it. That's it. Like, yeah. Like his mother doesn't die. Like, I don't think there's any like queenie type character. Mm-hmm. Um, his dad, like, doesn't immediately abandon like he mm-hmm. tries to like make it work but, mm-hmm. and he's full grown with a beard when he's yeah, born. That's, yeah. Like yeah. he's hanging out of the bassinet and he's got like a three foot long beard and he that's can talk hilarious. yeah yeah <laughs> like it's really like it's really uh uncharacteristic for f scott fitzgerald in a, in a way it, and he really apparently there's some evidence that he was like yeah i just wanted to do some like a like a flight of fancy just something out there just kind of get it out of my system before i got back to my is that serious is, is that's basically sounds like what fincher did he's like all right i will make a like hollywood movie for you assholes <laughs> like and i think he, he really was i think fall he, in love with this movie though yes did you watch that featurette i have a three hour long I have longer than the movie. I have watched watch that one. I've I watched, watched a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I had the DVD and watched the all the features on it ages ago. But yeah, I just remember it's probably him. all that stuff. What I what's always this is something that's always so fascinating to me is like this movie was brought to Fincher like in 1991. Yes, and it's like the first they time were you read it doing some. It was Spielberg. It's so crazy. That's so crazy to me. They were trying to make this movie since the seventies and they just kept on kind of putting it off. Yeah. And like Spielberg was attached at one point and was going to be Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. They did a really Uh, early test like ILM maybe. And it like was like, all right, this is going to be possible soon, but not right now. And that doesn't look bad, but for the amount of energy it took to get this like, two shot sequence or whatever, you know, they were like, we have to put well, the hold on it for a little while. Well, for a long time, cause that's Fincher comes from ILM. Right. And yeah. he, when he, this project kept coming up to him and he kept going to ILM being like, you guys can do this. Right. And they were like, no, you're insane. Like, yeah. because every other previous project that got started actually going anywhere, they, their solution was cast like five different people. Right. Yes. Um, which this they kind of did, sure, right. Which was a smart idea. They didn't like try to, like Captain America shrink his body down, which they did well in that. Right. I I, I still don't believe that for some reason. It doesn't. It seems like such. Yeah, we used the warp tool or <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like on every we did we did what they do in Glamour magazines. What but about to all every the frame. images behind him that aren't like? Is there another plate and they shot two plates all the time? I don't understand. They, they probably. 
they and that's what they did for this. They shot a clean plate of everything. Yeah, like uh, everything, pretty much all the camera moves and stuff were motion controlled almost entirely. Yeah, um, so that they could shoot a clean plate and then shoot the plate with action. So they had you know the background, and then there was a team that just like deleted heads. That's just like all they did. It's just like yeah. get rid of his head, and then yeah, because um, there's a body double for the shots where he's he's old slash young. When yeah. he's learning to walk, there's a body double there, and then they digitally Brad Pitt's head is all digital for the first like hour of the movie. Right? Yeah, it's not until he yep. turns around when when they're like in Russia. Yeah, with the longer the hair, and, and that is such a. I, that shot, I like spit my coffee out watching that. He's like, he like just turns around. And he's like, yeah, well, you do a lot. Like this, the, the thing that kind of, I love this. I love this movie in the theater. I, um, I bought it like as soon as I could. And I love the kind of whimsical kind of, mel, uh, you know, melancholy of it all. Mm-hmm. It's a death and movie. It's, it's not it's a love fit- story. It's a death story. Yeah, it's so it's a life story. Well, yeah. now Fincher life says it's a death story. I okay. just watched the right. thing. Okay. He says it's a death my story. life okay. is death. And da, 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 da. But, no, but he's like, he, are yeah, the, he's like, I'm not gonna do a love story because yeah. like that's never love stories never actually go to the end. The right? love story of this is when they get together, like when they finally get together and they're meeting they, in the middle. They meet in the middle. God is that all that stuff where like they have the duplex and they're on the sailboat and I'm just like, ah, and he's like, when he's on his motorcycle and he has his like hand kind of down, he's yeah. like riding with one. I'm just like, this is the absolute coolest shot of a motorcycle of somebody on a motorcycle. I mean, and that person is the coolest person. Like, yes, this every it's the coolest motorcycle. It's, it's the, the coolest, coolest sunglasses. Outfit, it's the coolest yeah, the leather jacket. It's the coolest oh, time of year. His road, yeah. His uh, um, the cool, yeah. Fuck that motorcycle, so cool. The his um, outfits too during that whole yeah time. I was like, God, I want all of that shit. Anyways. Yeah. This movie is kind of I really like it. Rewatching it now as a as a parent, I was like crying left and right. I don't know. It's ridiculous how much I stuff gets me as a parent now. Oh yeah, I, I don't know why. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like even when he just like as the little frail baby, I was like tearing. Out. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but I was like, this is kind of a Forrest Gump movie. That's the it's obvious like, comparison. Yeah, it is a it's, cool. It's very cool Forrest, Forrest Gumpy. Gump. It's cool Forrest Gump. If it's, Forrest, it's Forrest Gump, Gump was cool. If was Brad Pitt. If, if Forrest Gump was smart, like pun yeah. partially intended, like I like movie. if Forrest Gump was that would be my one sentence review. If Forrest Gump was Brad Pitt. If Forrest Gump was Brad Pitt. <laughs> well, the the characters, the story is very very similar, and it was compared unfavorably to Forrest Gump when it first came out. Oh, same writer surprises me. Because this is way better. I like Forrest Gump. I mean, Forrest Gump for, is a very capable movie. It's it feels it's very hokey to me though. A lot oh, of it. Yes, I mean that's where it this is dipping hits into. you over the head with stuff. It's yeah. not subtle at all. It's no. like a sledgehammer. But that's it, kind of what general these, audiences yeah. want. Well, yeah, it's more about the country than it is about Forrest Gump in a way. You know what I mean? That movie's just more about like the coming mm-hmm. of age of America or something. Yeah, and this movie's kind of about that too. But kind of like the characters are more important here. Oh They're, yeah. Like Forrest Gump is telling the story of events 
through the eyes of her character. This movie is focused on the characters, but the, the backdrop of like, you know, Americana and American history is still there. It's mm-hmm. just subtle and it's well done. And it's, it's a better balance a of everything. Yeah. It's, it's more character based corniness that it's like more of that kind of corniness is jumping out at me where like the kind of dreamy surreal ish vibe of the whole thing is kind of wearing a little bit for me. And I, and I kind of assume it, I'm just like, I, I like I said, I loved it. I cried. I bought the DVD back in the day. I saw it in the theater, but this one isn't doesn't hold up as well as his others, in my opinion. Yeah, I was going to ask your guys' opinion on this movie as compared with the rest of Fincher's canon. This would go lower for me than some of his i mean it's not alien three but and, and i it's think really, we're all gonna really put alien three at the bottom when we rank re- these, you know right? i'm not like, saying this is a bad movie it's a very good movie right <laughs> but yeah. i i think as a whole it do- doesn't quite hasn't like the magic hasn't stayed with me where like yeah. rewatching zodiac or seven or uh, or the game or any of those movies i'm just like this is i love this yeah, I, for whatever reason, even though it takes place through a bunch of time periods and stuff, it just very much feels like a movie from the early, like the late early two thousand, you know, the the late aughts. For some reason, the, the, do you know what I mean? It kind of feels very much of its time. Do you think it's the? It's like the effects are really good, but they're also like very noticeable now. They're very noticeable too. Yeah, I think that's part of it. And I also just think like the whole kind of the story in itself, story and tone of it and everything yes. feels like a lot of stuff going on at that same time. Like these kind of like they're not joyous, they're not like tragedy. They're just they're trying to do everything. They're, yeah, they're melancholy. Which, yeah, there's you know like uh, I, I love mean, melancholy. It's kind of how life is. It's sure. just kind of kind of a bummer mostly <laughs> they're trying so, to make this like this yeah, happy I know melancholy you, i know what you i don't mean. know this, <laughs> like this happy po- sad this positive melancholy like yeah. this like everything does kind of suck but like it's pretty great right and in this kind yeah. of way that is a little cheesy yes yes you know? like that's a little schmaltzy little uh, schmaltzy uh, oh the cheese beater it's tingling <laughs> my cheese beater <laughs> my oh. cheese beater's tingling <laughs> um yeah oh, i there's so much of this movie though that is like almost perfect it's really impressive that the i wonder when like how like when did zodiac actually shoot if that came out in 07 shot first i mean they they were developing these two films concurrently yeah that's so crazy because they're so came in front of the cameras first yeah they're both like zodiac and they're so different too right yeah it's well zodiac's complication comes in from obviously the detail of all the puzzle yeah. pieces to that unsolved puzzle. And then and this movie's the complication of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. That, and then that this movie obviously has the period piece stuff and then it has keeping track. I think it's almost more impressive whenever it's actually Brad Pitt and um, Kate, Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett um, that they're, they're, they're very subtle. There is, 
the it he, is he starts getting more lines on her yeah, face and, and stuff, his cheeks and start to fill out getting, and get smoother oh, man. that part is like i was kind of re- i was like damn i think they the level to detail at during those moments yeah because the, there's jumps well, before that are very like whenever the they're makeup, all really impressive. whenever it's practical makeup yeah, yeah. like yeah which they had something like half a dozen different applications for each actor. Yeah. And just they did digital de-aging for Brad too. Yeah. Now the digit and they digitally de-aged Kate as well. The, yeah. All yeah. the digital stuff to me looks digital. Both the it, de-aging. What about Kate's head on? Um, oh, the ballerina? On the ballerina. Cause I think that's, that's really, that's, un, I, I didn't, that's flawless. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't notice know. that. No, I just that figured was, they like taught her, but I'm like, wait a second. That's like the most like, it's really hard to the do the hardest that. thing to do that many yeah. times. She, like yeah. she just did. Well, yeah. another thing is that like that's smart that they do is that you, you see it in shadow a lot when it's when it's a visual effect. It's lit. They light it. In a, yeah. yeah, and it, yeah. it's just like in the thing where we were talking about, like those prosthetics look ridiculous if you light them wrong. If you just light them flat, they look Same terrible. Same with CG too. Yeah, like you, yep. you got to put it in the right environment. I would say that. The digital effects in this movie definitely hold up better than Forrest Gump, for sure. I mean, I know that's 10 years earlier. Yeah. But those effects did not age well at all. Like the Forrest Gump. That's an unfortunate product of the time. Yeah, Yeah. but I think it still holds up better than something like. Well, it's Fincher, so he's uh, he's not fucking around. And it's still very good. I think it looks better than most. It's more. It's more enjoy for the amount of that it's in your face, right in your face. Like, yeah. you know, like they get Princess Leia doing the thing yeah. at the end of the I was going to say it looks one, better than Rogue like, One. That was the other thing Rogue I was one. thinking of. And, and what's the other guy? Like Luke. the commander? Oh. Oh, yeah. uh, Grand Moff Tarkin yeah. in Rogue One. It definitely looks better than that. Now, they had a real... I mean, they had it's, Brad Pitt really it's there. It's more effective. I mean, you. I mean, you saw that whole bit about like how they painted his face and how he did the entire performance, and then they got a bunch of pictures of it, and they made an entirely CG head, and the and then they animated it. Yeah. yeah, right. Like most of his CG head in the first hour of the movie is animated. Like it's not really motion capture. He, yeah, uh, it, it, it was like reference, and then they used. Yeah, they used that specular, that weird textured green paint on his face to just basically give them like uh, the mesh to be like, okay, yeah. this is how far his mouth goes. This yeah. is how, you know, all that. Some of the reference footage of that is hilarious. Yes. Like when they're shooting. Especially when he's like old, young, and he's trying to act all sheepish. And he's yeah. doing these little faces, like mugging these little like, oh, oopsie. does a really good like Vonnie has to do a Louisiana accent and it's not so thick. Sometimes it is. Uh, the voiceover is bad. Voice. Some of it's bad. When he's reading in his accent with the voiceover. Yeah. I feel like it's bad when he's acting. I don't notice it. Well, I was just going to say as far as it feeling like the same character throughout. Yeah. yeah. They do a really good job as far. And that's yeah. everybody. Yeah, I was going to say that definitely starts with I mean, the it's writing. a really big part with, yeah, the writing, obviously, and and Brad like yeah. carrying that performance. Mm-hmm. 
but obviously all the animators and the, sure. the likeness and how they made him look. It's, and the wardrobe, you know, job, making yeah. that make sense. Like it's like he's figuring himself out when he's younger and then he's very confident and then it gets more minimal, you know, and like. When he gets to Paris and he gets out of the, and he's like in this long, like camel uh, overcoat yeah. with the, yeah. all the black underneath. I'm just like, fucking Jesus, goddamn Christ. Well, also like. The son of a bitch. <laughs> they they also sell it practically too. Whenever, whenever the aging process turns practical, that works too. Like they sell it there. Oh yeah. No, they. Um, That's some of the best stuff is whenever he, it's like. When he's in Russia with Tilda Swinton, yeah, and when he kind of gets back from the war, and he's got the shorter hair and like the glasses and like how big his forehead is from the receding hairline, and and like Kate Blanchett in the hospital, at like the framing, oh device, yeah, that's the framing all, almost all practical. I think they did that some looks, touch-ups, but that looks great. It does look really. That is some really of the good. best old people makeup I've seen. All yeah, like practical on Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett is very all in, you know, on whatever projects. She's, yes. she's known as like a classically beautiful, like that's, you know, part of her identity. But yeah, she aviator. was like, yeah, but she was like, no, make me look fucking terrible. Like I'm supposed to be dying. She's like, oh, uh, this is where I'm going to get. She was like telling him like, this is where it's going to get real loose and floppy. I'm going to have one of those weird turkey uh, vulva necks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, you know, she was telling him like, no, no more. Like I need more lines here. And he like, make me look worse, you know, because, uh, which is normally the opposite. They're like, do we really have to go this far? You know, do we have to do the, she was like, no, she was all in on it and helping them figure out, you know, like they, the one thing that the head makeup artist said is like her cheekbones are so there's no hiding them. Right. So we basically didn't do anything to that. Work around them. Yeah. Because yes. if you do anything, then it feels like it's on top. Yeah. Right, which is like the last thing you want. Um, but anyway, I think, I think she looks great here. Yeah, and now with that head too, wrap yeah. on. Oh, well, just generally. I Can I have a? I have a quick. Really this yeah. is a kind of one of the like. What's with the daughter casting choice? She doesn't look like Brad Pitt. She isn't. Neither of them have curly hair. What? Julia yeah. Ormond. Why would know. they do that? Yeah. She has a great. She does a great performance. I'm not. Uh, and I like how she's not going, she's not over the top and, or anything. I, I, it might be kind of to like throw you, not like throw you off a little. Do you know I what just, I mean? I just, see, I see, you what, see what I'm saying. saying? Like just yes. to not make it obvious. As an overall, like they'd probably have some kind of curly hair gene in there. Right. Like that's the thing is like, we all know fit. Like she has their, red, their families were like, has red hair. Five members look the same. And yeah. then there's one kid is like, are you sure that's not the milkman's yeah. kid or whatever? Yeah. Just cause someone dominant yeah. gene didn't express or something. So yeah, but yeah I, I kind of get what you're saying. I feel like, um, yeah, that, I, that is kind of my guess is they kind of wanted somebody just kind of like to blend into the, the character and not, kind of stick out in I any way think it's such an obvious i don't remember be, i don't remember being in the theater being like oh my god that's her it's more like we know and then we're just waiting for her to figure out yeah i feel like he doesn't want he just doesn't want you but to I, think about I also it at the very beginning i can't remember if that's even how well, i felt exactly so many times, to me yeah. too like that's his daughter yeah i mean i feel clearly. like by the way by the time you get like you know no, she's first. just finding it out. Well, right. let, me, let me ask, what do you guys think of the framing device? 
you got like old Kate Blanchett in a hospital. Katrina's bearing down on them. So it's giving I it I think this- that's another reason. That's that's one of the main reasons it feels like it's a movie of its time. Yeah. Because it, it is. It feels <laughs> like they did that because of their experience in like because they were working and scouting in New Orleans before Katrina. Yeah. Then Katrina happens, they go back and it's literally like a ghost town, which is like kind of good for them. And there's tax they, incentives now too. And there's tax yeah. incentives and stuff. So that's why they went down there in the first place. Cause they were, they started in Baltimore, which is the short story is written about Baltimore mm. or that's where he's born and everything. The 12 but, o'clock boys ran him out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> on their motor scooters, uh, all those hooligans on their ATVs and dirt bikes. Well, I was going to say, You're normally really I hate this up, kind of framing device. Like that's usually my least favorite framing device. It's, I think this it works is better what, here I, for a couple of reasons. Yes, I mean, let's hear it. Well, all right. Let, let me arc. hear what you have to say, and then I will tell you why you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, there's an arc. <laughs> sure. It. You know, it's like it, the, the emotional arc relates to what's happening in the story. Yeah. I, I think it works better here than in a lot. Of, I mean, the whole like looking back on your life thing is very, very overdone. Right? I think and that... It's, it's David Fincher. And this is this is this movie is this is one of those movies. If you didn't have David Fincher, it's such a tightrope of like making it because just Bro. now after watching it so many times that are we, we kind of the first time we I think I would say the first time we all saw this movie, we were kind of like, this is we fucking love that. You know what I mean? Like first watch coming out of theater. I loved it. Like absolutely loved it. I was like, that was one of the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> You know, I, like, I liked so, it, but I wasn't super hyped about okay. it the first time I saw it. Like I was like, man, that's really good. I this just, is this is a for me like a first viewy like viewing experience. I'm like, oh, that's exactly what I needed. Like I kind of feel made me feel good, made me feel sad. It was beautiful. It, I yeah. saw like images I've never quite seen. The visual effects were impressive. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not quite as rewatchable as some of his other stuff. Mm-mm. Sure. I think it is just it's not the type of ride that you really enough. yeah it's not and it's also just not the type of ride you want to take over and over again except when you're in a specific place or something yes you know what I, mean? I love that i love that and i one part of the ride that i and it, it's i it's where the movie picked up for me on this whatever 10th viewing i've seen this movie so many times is when they finally get together yeah and yeah. they are like, yeah, they go sail. They're like sailing and the fucking goddamn duplex and all that stuff. They have and then it gets chemistry. ruined because they have a kid and everything gets ruined. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, they're the score to this movie. The Daisy and Benjamin part of okay. this movie is one of those things where it's like, fuck, it's so good. I wish that was the through line of the entire movie. The meeting in the middle theme. It's the it's literally called, I think it's called Daisy and Benjamin or Benjamin and Daisy. Uh, if you look it up, it's plays anytime they're together and it's so fucking good and it doesn't fucking play enough. And when you listen to the entirety of the score, um, or of that of that part of that song or that part of the score, there's parts of it that are like so fucking good, and it's like never was utilized in the movie. I don't know, that kind of shit really irks me. 
I like movies that are about universal human experiences. Like for sure. Yeah. We all experience loss and, and death and love. And, and I'll, I'll tell you something too. Uh, this is my only second time seeing it. So oh, uh, yeah, maybe it's what not you... like, well, no, I, I, I like it. Still. We're cynical. I, We're, I'm yeah, a cynical piece of shit. No, no it's I, really, really good. I just so can't good. watch it. I, I'm saying like for my own emotional well-being, this is not yeah. a movie I can watch frequently because I literally had a an anxiety attack this morning just about the state of the world and the fact that I'm going to die relatively soon. And I have a son and I like had a full-blown panic, panic attack because this movie... Yeah, it got me of thinking about. Got, all of yeah, that. got, got my gears. gears. Yeah, really yeah. grinded my gears, but like in, not coming, in a bad way. They this movie is about coming to grips with your own mortality. It's hey, about ugh. windows. It's windows of time. There, there's a big theme there of like a time in your life when you can do X. Here's a time in your life when you can do Y. Here's your life is made up of like little chunks, right? And yeah, I think the I, other thing that kind of I know this is like a fantasy, right? This is a fanciful film, but the, right. thing, the thing that kind of grates on me a little bit is like uh, that these characters don't ever really seem to face any adversity. Their only adversity is that, oh, they're in this terrible situation. Well, they get shot up. Thing. They get well, shot up by a That's boat. the Forrest Gumpy kind of yeah. part where like he becomes yeah, a, that, that is millionaire a very accidentally or something. Yeah, it's sort of like, I don't know. I kind of was like, is this like white privilege? Like (laughs) the movie, uh, the movie. (laughs) But I did write down black people in service roles throughout the movie. There's a lot of that. Now, of course, that's historically treated in a. Well, Queenie's like one of the most likable characters. I mean, yeah. And she does. she, She was nominated for an Academy Award for that. Yeah. For her acting. One of the parts that it's like, I think it's like the best example of how goddamn good of a person Queenie was, was when she's running out to cover up the general dude who's putting up the flag when he's naked. It's raining. She fucking is so sick and tired of taking care of this fucking asshole, but she still is running out there and cares so much. Like, oh my God, like put a coat on, you know? Like, ah, there's how much of this movie is like a this very particular setup camera setup and scene that's never like part of the basement or something or that's never shown again the happenstance of how she got hit by the car the taxi and oh yeah i love that like, scene um i just there's so many inserty kind of moments you know, yeah. throughout and, and well, that's, that's the that theme. are only like one time. That's the windows of time theme, like where like you do something in your life and you never do it again, or yeah. experiences that you have in your life that are unique. And it it's funny, it's like an inception of recalling events because they're there, she's reading the book, and then in the book, he's hearing from her, Daisy about how she, so she flashes back to when she got hit by the taxi, like, mm-hmm. like keeping all of that straight, yeah. like, and you don't even realize how complicated it is. That's how well Fincher manages all of that, is that it's yeah. just like, it's happening and it feels so smooth and linear. There's really, a, you're jumping like back and forth in time, yeah. all of the time. 
the the submarine, the German submarine scene, and I think tension that's, wise and that's the a good music yeah. and like, and it looks really good for just a. It's like a boat on a gimbal with blue screen all around. Yeah, you know, and that idea of like, well, we're just gonna fucking ram this fucking thing, yeah. and that whole all the crew. Yeah, you like come to love them so much by then. Yeah, God, this movie is. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like this movie is very emotional. It takes an emotional toll on you if you're the type of person that has, uh, if you're not Brad, if you have, you yeah, have like yeah. a soul. I was gonna say, <laughs> like the whole like, I just energy. I it just want, takes energy. I want know? to be more like Benjamin Button. I'm such. He, he doesn't very sweat wise and stuff. beyond his years. He seems like yeah. an old soul, or well, just I the fact like, that he's like absorbing all this wisdom. From the old people that he's around and and just kind of like his, that's his going to school almost. Like he's learning how to be a person from elderly elderly people. Who have lived an entire life worth of experience and knowledge and have regrets that he's heard about and have what truly matters, you know, he said, you know, cause you hear that a lot from older people. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, that you're not going to care about how much money you had or what car you drove or, you know, all of that stuff. It's about your experiences of people you meet, the people you love. And he like, that's what his whole life is about. And I also think he, because, I mean, they say they were all, they, we always go out in diapers, right? We come into the world in diapers, we go out in diapers or whatever, that whole thing. Like it's, you're born, you know, unable to speak unable to walk all this stuff and then a lot of people die the same way right but because his situation is flipped i think he's forced to like look at it in a much early it's forced to look at it earlier in a much more critical way and then Mm -hmm. becomes so at peace with himself that even when life is like the minor the shittiest things obviously getting shot at by u-boat and stuff is pretty shitty but he's fine but i say like you know uh, the fact that he goes to new york and to see daisy and she's got a boyfriend and he's just like okay you know yeah even just his manner is he's just like hey it's it's all right like manner of speaking is just very he's at peace with the world and just with his place in life like just he's not asking for anything anything really he's just i'll take what i can get i'll go here i'll go there and i'll just be plus and he's like, uh comes he's come to terms with his own mortality because he wasn't supposed to survive past infancy right so like every day is a blessing and he's to seeing him. it all the time too yeah yeah and he's seeing he's around death all the time he has he's has the cadence of somebody who's accepted death and is not does not fear you know, yeah. Um, anyway, like Bill know, Murray I, and the Razor's Edge. Could you? Um, I could watch an entire goddamn movie of Brad Pitt, like in his like twenty. Like as far as visually, he looks like he's twenty to his like teens when he's like traveling the world and he's in like yeah. brushing his teeth in like Tibet. Oh yeah, yeah. Just like oh my god, give me all of this. Like, I read that was all like a second unit director. Yeah. Like all, yeah and, all the India stuff. Yeah. Or um, whenever, whenever he's leaves. Oh, I right. was wondering, I, that's why I was wondering watching this, like how much of that is like, is that actually Brad there? Is it like, I mean, I would imagine like it he was just went they, and yeah. they went to all these crazy places. That's awesome. Yeah. Definitely Fincher's most lighthearted film. 
I think so. Yeah. It's his most optimistic I mean, in a weird it's way. Very, yeah. Even though it's about death, it's, it's just like looking at death in a way of like, Hey, it's like, this is okay. Like this happens all the time. Yeah. Everything's okay. Just like, I love that line about if you're when I, it's maybe the, it's when he's traveling through India and stuff. He says something along the lines of like, not being afraid to leave something and like start new. Yeah. And like that, he's kind of, you see him, he's like a janitor and then he's like working at a toll booth or, yeah. or something like that. And I, I just doing whatever. Yeah. But it, I love that kind of idea. I was going to say too, like he used digital domain here. Doesn't he usually yeah. work with blur. Yes. So he, again, he's switching it up. He's doing like whatever he's using people that are the best people for the job, which he, yeah. he like the DP is new. Uh, he's this, the editor he's worked with a bunch before, but, and his, his effects company is new as well. I think that I, and I think that editing initial... thing makes a lot of sense to me. The editing is so goddamn important and shit. And so when yeah. some, when you find, if you found somebody that, gets it and gets well, yeah, your can anticipate thing. what you want to do. Yeah. He, well, there's, and it's a handful of editors. Yeah. I think the initial test, I think you were brought this up, Gus, but I think mm -hmm. of that, they just had like an old guy. They had a guy dropping a fork and then they He's made like it. a table. Yeah. 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 That, that, that was the initial test. And I'm pretty sure ILM did that. Like he just. Right. Had and ILM it, just do that. And, but that, that was after he had already told Paramount and Kathleen Kennedy and that other guy uh -huh. that he could, oh yeah, we can do it. That's just technical stuff. We can do it. But he didn't know how they were going to do it. So they needed that test to like get, I think that helped get Warner Brothers on board. And mm -hmm. then they also shot all the gimbal shit on a Sony soundstage. It's like, there were like four different studios involved in like, Fincher yeah. was just like pulling the puppet strings of like everybody he could to like, <laughs> He had this insane budget, but even then they were still like right up against it all the time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they just figured he, they had no idea how they were going to do it. They just made up this process after they got the go ahead to make the film. They're like, oh shit, now we got to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, they laid the groundwork for it in Lord of the Rings with Gollum. Like the process that they used here is somewhat similar where you have an actor on set and then you do a take without the, you know, and then you digitally yeah. put the head on. And I feel like it's a little bit updated version of what they did with, with Gollum. And Lord yeah. Of the I mean, Fincher would not say it would not agree with you. He probably. thinks they invented a whole new thing. And I think <laughs> okay. it's probably two effects guys. They would be like, well, yes, they did this differently. Right. Like nobody the, did the it this way of it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like the, um, the, the balls, like the balls, the balls were the there. balls. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, friends, speaking the of bare minimum. animation and stuff like it's pretty just, great, isn't it? Well, the animation, animation great. Yeah. Animation um, pretty great. But isn't, you can just see his, Balls affinity for animation in the character's movement, like how he directs 
actors to move. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm thinking of uh, a particular scene when he walks. When he walks. Yeah. And then he he pushes up and like, it's very like anticipation. Yeah. And like, all the um the squash of it stretch all. yeah it was honestly noodle, noodle arms noodle arms noodle arms yeah <laughs> i love the shots of his jazz feet hand. jazz fingers jazz fingers during that sequence when new he's, orleans he's getting out of the chair and there's yeah. shots of it where he's straightening out his feet that's yeah. very anime oh, animatory to me it's, it's what dude it, no no this those shots and how he is how that actor is acting animators watch that see that and then they Steal that and make yeah, that yeah. like that. which is normally like the other way or yeah. you know, like not done anyway um i mean i keep i'm sorry but i have to bring it up again i keep seeing more and more parallels i mean it's the same writer as forrest gump and i literally think he just rewrote copped, forrest gump copped some of his ideas well he's oh, like oh that's a great well i mean that does when you're in the groove of something yeah artistically and say it he, just happens it just kind of happens like you like uh, sh- Directors do use the same I mean, shots. It's, you and know, stuff, Forrest like, and Jenny, will they, won't they? You know, yeah. Daisy and they keep and meeting Benjamin, up and then they, right. they separate, they, they meet up again later. And, it's, and yeah. it's the entirety of a character's life. Forrest yeah. Gump, it's his, it's his entire life. Benjamin Button, it's his title. It's yeah, the entire and the fact life. that like something good happens to them and someone dies, like that happens in Forrest Gump too. He meets all these people, like he meets... You know, and he's like, "Oh, that poor man was got shot in the head, or whatever." You know, like, um, there's What's the line about the you can fight as hard as a or as mean as a mean mean dog, and but at, when it comes to the end, you just have to let go. Yeah, I'm not, that's I'm not crying. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about clock guy. Oh, clock guy. It's it's Casey fucking Jones. Yeah. <laughs> that whole thing is so I love like, whenever he's like, I hope I didn't offend offend anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And everybody like takes their hats off. Please enjoy and my clock. Comes back to it at the end, too. Like the very yeah. last thing we that's see. That's the book. Yeah. Is that's the clock. So, yeah. And it's been taken down, replaced with the digital clock, but it's still running. Like Katrina's hit. And it's flooding still the basement, backwards. but it's still running. The clock is still running. And then you also running. have the fucking hummingbird. Yeah, the yeah. hummingbird. Yeah, that's that's the, the feather from yeah. Forrest Gump. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just telling yeah, you, this parallels. Is, this is very Forrest Gump. Yeah, of, like the people that draw parallels to it have every right to. Right? Yeah, it, um, but it is a totally different thing. It's just it's funny how many kind of he took a thing and he flipped it and tweaked it flip he backed up flip it and reverse it i mean i've had a flipper man yet missy elliott it. hey may i speak about the colors briefly fuck yeah let's the hear colors. gold baby gold uh so fincher really has an aversion to the color red he likes to use red in his films but in yeah. this case i did hear him talk about that is uh t- uh kate blanchett's dress in the one scene is bright well, red red Whenever, doesn't photograph well I think it's probably part of the reason he doesn't like it. Yeah, he thinks it's distracting. It's like too obvious. He's probably right. But, and apparently he had to be talked into the red dress. Like the costume designer, like convinced. He said, come on, you saw the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) It's distracting, he said. But in this case, yeah, it needs to be. He's supposed to be distracting. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's the idea, like the story Mm -hmm. behind it. But like he also wears red 
uh, during transitional scenes when he, he has got that red jacket that he sometimes wears, like when he's moving from one place to another, like when he leaves the old folks home when he's like 17 or whatever. And yeah. Um, so the color red in this film is used for like, you know, striking beauty and transitions. And it's like da- mostly Daisy's color. Yeah. Yeah. Or I whatever he's thinking w- about. Daisy. One thing that is like a weird move in my opinion is that they replaced all young Daisy. All young Daisy is re like, uh, ADR, right? Of it's yeah, Clint, yeah. it's of Kate. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Does, yeah. Oh, oh really? Really? When, she, yes. when they're yeah. underneath and they're like in, and they have a little blanket for it. Yeah. And she's like, there's a part, it's so weird. I can't believe they didn't do another take. It's sort of like she changes tone in her voice all of a sudden. And or they cut two takes again. together or something. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah, well, I kind of noticed I that too. I thought you were, I knew you were like, different or something but then i thought that but it's like yeah. what the fuck was that <laughs> or like the little filter they had on her voice to make it pitch it up like shut off when they were rendering it there's like yeah this movie good i this it movie good it, this movie good yeah I, I like it i mean i i it's it's got a very different tone than a lot of his movies it feels very different I think people reacted to it poorly at first because they saw it as a copy of Forrest Gump. When it is unfortunate that Forrest Gump came out first because, you know, I I don't know. I think this movie's a lot better and covers a lot of the same material. So I think this movie's a lot more mature. Yeah, and it's more subtle. It's more of a piece of artwork than a spectacle. Yeah. You know, but it does also feel very like Hollywood in a lot of ways too. Like, sure, it's probably it's like, his most Hollywood film. Yeah, yeah, I would guess. Well, why don't we jump to our favorite segment? Of hey, the day? hey, why don't we do a segment called "What Are You Watching?" Shit, what am I hey, watching? I only have one thing, so I can go. Yeah, why don't you go for? I'll yeah, go second because I, I have, was we'll, we'll uh, let, uh, Lucas recap. Well, I, as you know, I was on vacation, so I didn't watch much. Maybe this is kind of corny, but like we were on vacation in uh, Mackinac Island, Michigan. So yeah. I watched a movie that was shot there. Uh, it's called Somewhere in Time. Huh. It's, it's got Christopher Reeve and um, Jane Seymour. It's from 1980. Hmm. Um, Seems like it wasn't very good. I I liked how it looked. Yeah. They got like plaques all over the island. Like this scene was shot here. This scene was shot here. They're real proud of the fact that this movie was shot there. I've been there, but just for like a half day, you know, like it just, uh, like I rode my bike around. How long is it to ride around like the whole, isn't there a path all the way around? Yeah. It's an eight mile loop to yeah, go like, around the circumference. Yeah. Which yeah. is not like that crazy. No, it's a we were actually hours. on a bike trip. We rode like the whole the top of the mitten. Oh, nice! Uh, and I was when I was in middle school That's on my awesome. Cannondale mountain bike. I rode like 370, 80 some miles. What? Why? What was I doing? Wow! Yeah. So this movie, 
uh, I don't know. The story of it wasn't real. Wasn't really my cup of tea. It's super depressing. Good, it's good, a, good. It's a romance. It's a like a mel. Uh, it, it's a melodramatic romance, which they uh, don't really make those anymore, do they? Well, of uh, lifetime. Yeah. The, the subject matter. <laughs> The subject matter is like a lifetime movie. Yeah. But it looks really I, good. Like, and it's got a really good score. Yeah. It's weird to me. They shot there. Like, yeah. it's hard to, like, they don't have cars, right? Yeah. They brought in cars. There's cars in the movie. There's cars in the movie, but like on the island, like there yeah. aren't cars, right? It's just like yeah. horses and golf carts and bikes. Yes. Um, Where do you guys stay? Oh, my parents had a rented a place. My yeah. my nephew was getting his Eagle Scout, and they oh. do they do a thing where every year they go up there and they're in the honor guard, like because the whole or like sixty five percent of the island is a state park. Yeah, so they do like they every week they have Boy Scout troops. And Girl Scout troops come in and like raise flags and stand guard sure. and do all their like um, yeah they get it's like a special privilege yeah so they yeah. do that every year so we went up for that and I don't know they had a place they rented um, huh. that island's cool yeah it's a neat it's a neat place lots of horse poop the yeah, islands it's, it's, are just cool horse poop is very prominent in that in, <laughs> the smell of horse poop is everywhere. Yeah, it's just it's kind. Of, it is kind of not unlike going back in time a little bit. Yeah. Well, this is you know what that reminds me of that Benjamin Button is the probably. I mean, most time travel stories are preposterous. Yes. Yeah. This, this one might take the cake. This is the most insane explanation oh, for time travel. time travel story. Yeah, he like okay time travels by hypnotizing himself. Uh-huh. Which is like the fountain. Which works. Yeah. So huh. wow. um it's time travel and it's Christopher Reeve. Power it's, of the mind. I don't know. It's it's a lifetime movie that looks really, really good. How's Jane Seymour looking? Great. She I looks, she's such a classy lady. She looks awesome in it. Yeah. Dr. Quinn. Yeah, she looks really, really good. All and right. Apparently they were um Dating in real life too. They had good oh, really? chemistry. Yeah. I feel like I've heard that before that they were a thing. Uh, anyway, I'll right, go. So um, I started Extraction Two. Have you guys seen Extraction One? Yeah. Uh, yes, I vaguely no. remember. Okay. It. Um, it's um, Thor, Chris. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. it's the one with like the kid. Is that the one with the kid? Okay. The first one is like, yeah, he's like rescuing yeah. a like the opposite kids like there's two crime bosses and the one boss's kid gets kidnapped and he like is in his mission is to like get him out of there and then he kind of you through his backstory you kind of he's maybe lost a kid of his own and Mm. kind of thing and like they it is if you i i really liked it actually like i thought the first one was kind of fucking awesome i thought i wasn't gonna like it and maybe the action was gonna be kind of cool i was like oh this action's really cool 
Um, and the relationship between him and the kid Chris Hemsworth is like, like, yeah. is like, yeah, it's actually kind of good. There's yeah. definitely like the end is way too drawn out and there's plenty yeah. of stuff that sucks. The but, third act isn't great out in that. I remember. Yeah, it really falls flat. But for the most part, it's awesome. This movie starts off, I'm like, this is so bad. I want to turn it off. I pause it a couple times. And then it got to like the action scene. It's like he's, it just starts off with like, <laughs> it's it's just footage from the first movie of how he died <laughs> and, then, uh-huh. and then him being rescued and brought back to life it's like everything's okay everything's being force fed to you so hard and then it's him going and he's like really skinny and he's muscles after free and he's kind of pissed and depressed that they like let him live yeah and um then they're like, hey, here's your compensation. You're retired now. Here's this like house in the middle of nowhere. And then this randomly this some guy comes and it's like, hey, I have a mission for you. He's like, okay. And then he takes it. And then he trains for like Rocky Four for like two seconds. <laughs> and then he's like fucking just destroying every. But then the action scene starts and it does not stop. And it's one shot, but it's handled in a way that's as we would we i clearly could see the cuts yeah but in a way that i appreciated it and it never felt so like that weird look at us look at what we're doing dude it's i was texting my friend brendan about it i was like this movie fucking sucks and then have other started friends? and i was like this movie is this might be the best movie ever made <laughs> it's it's turns into turnaround. it turns into i mean it's like a nonstop video game yeah, but in the coolest way. There's the beats of it all, and like the like one by a guy opens the door, another guy bad bad guy opens the door, another like the the rules of three and the beats yeah. of it and the a- animated feel of it and like the fun, and like he picks up a fucking minigun at one point on top of a train and shoots at a <laughs> helicopter and like blows it up and it's like rolling and tumbling and like the cars go the cameras going inside the car outside of the car, following behind a hel- uh motorcycle guys going into another car talking to them turning around into there and then going around like the planning of it all and i haven't even gotten to the end of the shot yeah where i had to pause so i didn't finish the movie yet it is like chris hemsworth's physicality his ability to kind of land those arnold lines that are like no one else can do quite as well like that, like these one-liners that are so cheesy, but he holds his character and says it in a way that's not winking at the camera, but it's also like kind of cheesy, but kind of fun, but kind of badass and just works for the movie. I don't know. I, I was like, Sounds everything cool. leading up to that point, I was like, this is, I might have even skipped ahead. Like I kind of was like looking at the images. Oh, okay. <laughs> or I just like zoned out. It was yeah. so stupid. Like the the flow of the movie had it was as if an AI wrote the bit first like half of the movie. Do you know what I mean? The first like 30 minutes before the action starts. Yeah. It was just like Chris Evans survives. We watch follow him. He's being revived. He's going through. It's just like the most bare surface level idea of what could happen and how they could shoot it and what is being said. You know what I mean? Maybe they, they did that on purpose. Maybe the rest of it isn't even that good, but it just seems so good because the first part's so bad. Sounds wow. awesome to me. Nope, that's that's what I've seen. <laughs> nice. All right, Adam, Extraction. what do you got? 
Extraction two, more extracted. Extracted um, more. Man, I cannot, I forgot to take notes on what I've been watching. I literally can't remember. The only other thing I can remember is um, Righteous Gemstones dropped uh, two. Oh, I, we started that too. And Always Sunny. Oh yeah, I, I haven't gotten there yet. I need to go back and like, I feel like I need to like watch the whole thing again. And that feels very dark. Righteous? But no, no, um, Always Sunny. Mm. Or just go back. I don't know. Because I haven't watched the last couple seasons really. So anyway, Righteous Gemstones is so insane. But I don't know. I the like, girl's the best. The oh, sister. yeah. She's, yes. The sister is the best part of it for sure. And her relationship with her husband. And he has the fucking glass, the, the wine glass with milk in it. <laughs> and every dinner. The family, I was, the family we, dinners are we always really. High, I, I was really high and we were watching that and... <laughs> I was I was eating breakfast toast like dessert toast was what we call it but it's dessert toast yeah, we call it dessert toast so it's what, like cinnamon sugar with butter that's what Alex had I had peanut butter with banana and honey oh okay. uh, yeah well, and nice. I, but so I was having milk so I was drinking uh, milk with that guy and I was like I can't drink I can't finish this I this, can't do this such a goober <laughs> uh, hey next time try it in a wine glass you'll feel much fancier um. So yeah, uh, and that's I guess basically it. I can't, I can't remember for the life of me. There was other stuff yeah. I watched. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. That's all right. I got enough. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, cool. All right. Well, uh, I'm I'm going to record an outro then, and then I'm going to head out. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. My name is Brad Patello. Find me on Instagram at Brad Patello. Gus is Mr. Trouth. Adam is Renaissance Grunt. Also, you can uh, follow our A Movie Odyssey Instagram account, and we post stuff there too. So, thank you for listening. And hey, did I tell you guys I was struck by lightning nine times? Nine, 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 nine times. times. Some might say being struck by lightning is your purpose. <laughs> <laughs>